And now joining me with his perspective on the day's market movements is Jacques Pretorius from Sinayo Securities. Jacques, good afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. All right, Jacques. So we are seeing a relatively flat performance from the Ulster Index, at least in afternoon morning trade. Uh, looking like a rather um, mute day um, on the markets. Is there anything that's driving um, us? Are we, are we waiting for anything to happen geopolitically, um, both uh, you know, in Europe and the United States? Uh, yes, so I think uh, this afternoon we'll see some more figures from the U.S. regarding the unemployment and housing starts. That might uh, share some light on the direction of the market. Obviously, you've mentioned it this week. We've seen um, those retail sales being strong, but the PPI figures coming off a bit. So I think the whole market is again anticipating right what the Fed's going to do with the interest rates. Um, at this point, I still believe that we'll see 50 basis points rise in December. And I think the markets have come off low base, right? Uh, early September, gaining around about 10% on the S&P. Uh, our markets recovered quite, quite nicely as well. And I think the, the whole market's just consolidating, waiting for new, new news to move. And um, my base case scenario is still further up to year end. Yeah, I agree, Jacques. I don't think there's any indicator really um, for uh, the, a turn, a complete U-turn from um, the U.S. Fed's perspective. But let's just talk about that unemployment number that's going to come out of the U.S. Are we still in the position where bad news are good news and good news are bad news? Um, yes, we are. We obviously, uh, it's, it's, it's a funny dilemma we're sitting at the moment. You'd think yesterday with strong retail figures, the market would go stronger. And actually, the opposite happens. Exactly the same thing will probably happen with the uh, unemployment figures. Better unemployment figures will probably see uh, the risk of a further rate increase, which will mean the market coming back, while a weaker um, unemployment figure will uh, sort of support the market on the other hand. Jacques, I'm very curious to find out, why do you think that the United States' economy is on its head? Because really, um, it really looks like one of those economies where, you know, the normal rules of economics and the markets don't really apply. We're constantly looking at exceptions. Um, bad news or good news, good news or bad news. What, what is really happening in the United States economy right now? Is this a ripple effect from COVID-19? Uh, no, I don't think it's a function of COVID-19. I think the markets have been strong recovering off the a low base from COVID-19. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's got a lot more to do with what's happening in inflation mm -hmm. and how the Americans are, are reacting to that. Mm -hmm. So obviously this, this, this very aggressive rise in interest rates will at some point have an effect on the economic growth. So they are more concerned about inflation than economic growth at this point. You know, most of the figures that we see coming out still points to a relatively robust uh, U.S. economy. Uh, but obviously, these rate increases and the extent that the rate increases will have some, some impact at some point. Um, we'll see it in the GDP figures. Unfortunately, the GDP figures, GDP figures are backward looking. So we might, still, we might already be in a recession that we don't know it, but we'll only see the figures after quarter end, uh, the end of the year and uh, perhaps the first quarter of next year. So I think the, the economy is, 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 is still in a decent position, but we might have one or two quarters of recession due to the increase in interest rates.
Yeah, I think it's just definitely one of those situations that we're going to um, be seeing well into 2023 as well. Um, now let's bring it back home. Uh, Investec, they've released some numbers. They've announced a share buyback. Very interesting to see them go in this direction. And um, what salient features have you seen from um, this print? Uh, well, I think uh, Investec had a solid set of figures. Um, the last thing that I saw was that growth in their loan book, uh, in loans of 7.6%. Um, the, the earnings, headline earnings that came in at about 32.2 cents. Uh, you don't usually see the half-year figures from analysts, uh, but the full-year figure is for 61.5 cents. So this is going to be ahead of that by about 3 or 4% odd. The return on, on equity, 13% solid figures. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good result. That I, I thought it was a good result. Mm -hmm. But bear in mind that um, investing is up 16% year to date. Mm -hmm. So all the banks have performed exceptionally well and investing from its lows in september is up 35 percent so there's obviously bound to be a bit of consolidation in the share price in the short term but uh, on balance i think positive and uh, going forward um, I, I continue to hold the share all right now jacques i'm very keen to explore to you what I call um, with, um, with my friends the platinum bid war, and that's um, the war for RB Plats. So we have heard that Impala Platinum um, has received the go ahead, you know. So it, when you look at this deal, I know this is your stock pick for the day, it's Impala. When you look at the deal, do you think Impala has won this war? Um, and can you see the two parties sitting at a table and really running RB Plats into the future? Look, I really hope so. Obviously, um the deal being uh, uh, by the competition commission giving the go-ahead. Um, we haven't seen any further announcement by either Impala right or um, Northern at this point. So we'll have to see what's going to happen, happen forward, uh, going forward. I know both companies like uh, uh, RB Platts and they would like to have the asset, especially for the, the longer term growth profile. Um, perhaps they can work together. I'm not sure how this thing is going to pan out. That's going to be very interesting in the next month or two to see exactly what happens if RB Platts come with, comes with a uh, sorry, with, if, if Northern comes with a counter offer, that might be higher. Um, it is getting to the upper end right of valuation levels, so I wouldn't like to see some of the, uh, these 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 offers being increased even further. But let's hope they get, uh, they get together and they come to some resolve. Yeah. yeah, I actually spoke to an analyst recently who said to me, I believe that the, this whole deal is not worth it anymore, at least not for Northern. It's just become too expensive. They'd be spending too much money um, and the value is just uh, really not there in terms of how much they'd be spending right now. Do you agree that Northern um, is on the back foot in this regards and that Impala really does seem to have arrived first and um, everything is kind of aligning for them very quickly? quickly? Um, yes, so I think on balance, Impala is probably slightly ahead of uh, Northern. They do have the biggest share. They've got 41% as opposed to, I think, they're around about 32% of Northern. So they, they, they do have the, the upper hand at, at this point, yes. All right, very interesting. So let's just talk about um, quickly why Impala is your stock pick. What are you hoping to see for, um, from them or for them? Well, I, I think what's happened, right, Impala has come down quite a bit from its highs in March. Mm -hmm. But so have the, the whole of the um, platinum sector. We've recently seen a turnaround in the, um, the price of palladium and platinum. So they're both on an uptrend for, for now. Um, the other thing is obviously there's a very strong correlation between the 
the prices, uh, commodity prices, um, and the dollar. And I think the dollar is to its extent, right, it's run its course. I think the next move for the dollar would be a slightly weaker bias, mm -hmm. and that would play into the favor of the commodity prices. And something like Impala has lagged uh, Amplats, and it's sitting at a really crucial level at the moment, the share price wise, at around about this 200 Rand level. I think if it breaks the 205 odd level, we'll see it increase very quickly to, to 20 to 30, and perhaps even to its uh, in, in time to its previous highs. So I do like the, the platinum sector. I like the platinum sector from a supply demand point of view. I think the the platinum in the second half of this decade will go into a slight deficit. Uh, I think palladium will hold, and there's a benefit of the hydrogen economy coming through. Okay. So um, on balance, I, I, I really like the, the platinum group metals as a sector. Okay. And uh, in something like Impala on a forward multiple around about six times still looks very attractive. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jacques. Always a pleasure speaking to you. That was Jacques Pretorius from Scenario Securities.